0: Welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M, where we'll be talking about what it's like being single and dating in your 20s and 30s. So let's get some wine and popcorn and get real about what it's really like. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Shared Jan Podcast. I hope everyone is having an amazing day. And if you're not, I am sending you a virtual hug right now as we speak and sending you positive, positive, positive vibes. And I just hope this gives you some comfort today. Um, So in today's episode, um, we're going to talk about blind dating. I'm not sure if anybody out there has been on a blind date. But I've been on a few myself, and I just kind of wanted to talk about some of the do's and the don'ts of either trying to get into blind dating or um, when you're actually being set up, like what is ideal for you to be doing. So, on that topic, what ensures a good setup for a blind date? So, if you're a friend, family member, or a coworker trying to set somebody else up, I'm going to give you some tips or suggestions I should say that you I think you should take when you're going to set somebody up okay so I think you should have like all of the background details of the person that you're trying to set up with okay so don't just set them up with somebody that you think is cute and you feel like they would be a good looking couple together I just feel like You should know more things about the person that you're setting them up with, um, or even get a background on what this person's specifically looking for. Because I feel like if you just try and pair two good looking people together, not knowing what each wants, you're setting your friend up (laughs) like for disaster. Like this person could be looking for a booty call and your friend's looking for a long term relationship. That's not really an ideal match for a blind date, um, If you're potentially just hooking two people up just to hook up, then that's fine. Um, No one's judging you on that. That's totally okay, and I think that's pretty normal. But if you're hooking somebody up um, to potentially kind of see a match blossom and a relationship blossom, then trying to figure out what each party is looking for is ideal when you're trying to set two people up on a blind date or if you're trying to set up, yeah, when you're trying to set up two people on a blind date. Okay, so uh, let me give you guys like – A brief example, right? So you have a guy named Joe in the finance department, and Joe is super hot. He's super attractive. And you're like, this guy would look like my friend would love this guy because he's just super attractive. Okay. Like, you have no idea who the fuck Joe is, and you don't even know if he's a, a serial killer or um, just a creepy um, son of a bitch. Like you have no idea. So make sure you actually like know the person that you're setting them up with. Just because, like, if I'm getting set up with somebody, and I'm asking you questions about this person, I would expect you to actually know things about this person before you're setting me them setting me up with them right like I don't need to be set up with a stranger and, and it is a stranger to you right like that's fine if they're a stranger to me but they shouldn't be a stranger to you you shouldn't just hook me up with anybody like off the street or anybody in your working um environment like a co-worker of yours that you don't even know and you're just hooking me up with them because you're just like oh yeah they're cute but like He could be a, uh, like, a rapist or a serial killer. I know I'm, like, going to the extreme, but you just never freaking know nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, for for instance, I don't know if anybody watches, but that show You on Netflix totally, like, freaked me out. Because he seemed like he was a normal guy, and low-key, he was, like, a fucking killer. And just imprisoned people that... Didn't go along with his plan. So please don't set your friends up with a Joe from you. Okay. (laughs) So I guess this is a stretch, but you know what I mean? Like you have no idea who this person is. So you just can't go by their, like them being attractive. So getting that out of the way. So this is not what we're going to do. So if you think about like you're thinking about wanting to set your friend up with like a coworker of yours or even a like acquaintance, whatever. Make sure you know a little bit about them and make sure they're looking for the same thing your friend is looking for and make sure they're not a serial killer or a rapist. So make sure that is not the ideal candidate that you are setting your friend up with. Okay. Once you know the person's not um, like crazy and your friend's not going to end up in a tub full of ice with their freaking like kidney missing or something and like they're selling it on the black market um make sure your friend gives you all the information that you're looking for so when you're getting set up with right you need to kind of know like hey is like do you know if this person just got out of a relationship? Um, is this person like looking just to kind of like hook up? Is this person looking for a rebound? Or is this person single? Like, do you know how long they've been single? Like, even if your friend doesn't particularly like know like everything, you just need kind of like a basis. You just kind of need to know a little bit about them. Like, I'd rather be set up, my ideal for a setup for a blind date, right? I need to know what this person looks like. Okay. Like, I get, I get it that looks aren't everything, and believe me, they're not, but I feel like there has to be some type of attraction to the person. So, like, if I'm not physically attracted to you, I feel like that kind of throws me off a little bit. I have to be, like, somewhat attracted to you. It doesn't have to be, like, full-blown, like, like, oh my God, it's like Michael B. Jackson, like, yes, like, I want you, like, I feel like if he came and my friend set me up with, like, that girl's going to be the maid of honor to my wedding because he is so sexy. But that is besides the point. Um, Like, I, it doesn't need to be, like, that hot, but he has to be, like, cute enough that you're like, oh, he's cute. Like, I can actually have a conversation with him. And I feel like if it's somebody that's super unattractive and is not really, like, remotely what you're attracted to at all, it, like, throws you off. Like, I feel like it just is like, oh... Okay, like I feel like it throws me off for a conversation. Um, I'm not trying to be shallow, like no, like by all means, I'm really not trying to be like shallow here. But I feel like regardless, you need to be somewhat attracted to a person when you're dating them. I, I feel like you can't just be like, I'm just going to date somebody. Like, yes, I, I get it. There's like, I think there's like some um like, things that people are attracted to. Like, some people are really attracted to mind and they're just attracted to, like, how people think and, and like, that's attractive to them. Like, I just feel like you need to find something attractive to them. You could be like, oh, my God, they have amazing hair and that's attractive. Or they have, like, really cute ears and that's I just feel like you need to – there needs to be some type of attraction. I feel like especially, like – especially if you're going to take it to the next level and be intimate with somebody, you know? But, like, I'm not trying to say that – I'm shallow. If this is coming out then I'm shallow. I am not. I just feel like you have to be, like, somewhat attracted to somebody. Like, I feel like they don't have to be drop-dead gorgeous, but I feel like you have to be, like, okay, like, I'm attracted to you. I feel like, um, like, we can go from here. Or just, like, if I would walk down the street and I wouldn't even make eye contact with you, like, I wouldn't even look your way. Like, I feel like that's a problem. And why would I want to be set up with somebody that, like, I probably wouldn't, like look at, or even when I'm looking at them, I'm like, oh my God, why? Like, why am I in this situation, you know? Um. Okay, let me go back onto my form of, Um, I'm kind of getting distracted on the whole, like, attractive looking thing, and that's not where I'm going with what I'm trying to say. Um, I feel like when anybody sets me up with anybody, like, in this, my version of a blind date is I need to at least know what you look like. And even if I find you attractive or not, I, it, it's still like a good thing. Like even if we're, I'm like, okay, even if I'm not really attracted to this guy and I'm giving him a chance, um, I want to at least know what you look like because I'm not walking into here and I'm like looking around like, where is this guy? Where's this guy? I don't even know what he looks like. It can't be like, oh, he's the guy in the red jacket and there's like seven guys in red jackets. You know what I mean? Like you need to know what this person looks like, um, regardless if you find them attractive or not. OK, then that's kind of like besides the point It's just so you know what this person actually looks like. Um, I also like to know their first and last name. Um I do encourage people to kind of cyber stalk who you're going on a blind date with or even if you're just going on a date with somebody, it gives you kind of a background of who this person is like um, or even a conversation starter, right? So say you see that um, this person, I feel like everybody, no, wait, let me stop myself. I feel like everybody does it, right? I feel like if you talk to somebody and you get their social media And I feel like social media is, like, somewhat huge. And the reason why I say it's so huge is because, like, I need to know if you're a social person, especially, like, or if you're not a social person. Like, I could be an introvert and I'm not really a social person like that and I'm not really on social media. And if I see that, like, you're not really on it either, I'm like, okay, like, we're the same. Like, we are equally not on social media like that. But if I'm looking and you have, like, like, close to like 3,000 posts and I only have like 16 posts on mine. I'm like, okay, this is like a social butterfly. Like, how is this gonna work? Like, I need to know the dynamic here. Or if you're, if you have a lot of pictures with girls, I'm gonna, that's kind of, you know, like, oh, this guy has a shit ton of picture with girls. Like, that's weird. Are these exes? Are these friends? Like, who are these people? Like, you know what I mean? It just kind of gives you a little insight to who they are. Like, not a lot of people post a lot of stuff on social media but if they do it's just kind of a good way to just kind of see like them as a person if they have a lot of content or if they don't have a lot of content so that's something I suggest people um do and like if bad things pop up when you're searching them like he was like charged with like aggravated assault, or he was charged with rape, or something along those lines. It's kind of good to know that before you commit to go meet this person. So it's things like that I feel like you should just get a little bit of a background on. Even LinkedIn, if you want to even go on LinkedIn and just kind of see like their professional profile, like that's ideal too. Like, I'm not even talking about like an Instagram, Facebook, or Snapchat. I'm talking about like even LinkedIn. Like, LinkedIn is a good way to like look somebody up and kind of look at their, their like, References, So that's something I suggest people um, do when they're initially like going on a date with somebody just to get like a little um, like background on it. OK, so if you are setting your friend up with somebody, make sure you have information, like I said, to give this person like your friend say, hey, I'm setting you up with Bill. Um, he's from my finance department and he just got out of relationship like over a year ago. He's trying to get back into the dating game. He wants to have a real relationship and, you know, he wants to get back out there. So I think you guys would be a perfect match because I know that's what you're, you're like looking to be with somebody. So like something like that is ideal. And if you are the setter upper, like you're trying to be the matchmaker here, that's what you should be doing that's the type of information you should be giving your friend anyways so yes please do that okay so story time i was set up on a on a couple blind dates by my co-workers and my friends um one of the dates i actually knew what he looked like um and the other one i had no idea what he looked like um so if I'm going to talk about the one that I had no idea what he looked like, it was quite an experience. All I knew was his ethnicity and some of the features, but that was about it. Um, I was set up by a coworker, but in her defense, she really didn't know exactly what my type was or what I was actually looking for. So she just set me up with a cute front of hers. This guy was cute um, and he was really nice, but like he was more of a fuck boy than anything. And I think he thought we were going to hook up that night like... It was, especially the way the conversations were going, like, he was, like, saying little, like, sexual things and I'm just like, uh, it, like, completely turned me off from him because I'm just like, bro, like, you think, like, we're on a date right now and you're just, like, you're gonna get laid right now? Like, that's not happening at all and I don't know what the fuck you were thinking because that's not, like, ideal or not even remotely what the hell I was thinking I wanted to do, right? And that's what I mean, like, don't set people up if you have no idea what the fuck they're looking for because in that situation, it was a complete disaster. And then, like, at the end, like, our conversation was, like, okay. And then, like, when he was trying to throw, like, sexual innuendos, like, in there, I was, like, "Yo, is this guy, is this guy for real? Like, is he serious? Like, he would just make, like, sexual jokes. And I was, like... Like, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not a prude. And I think like sexual jokes, some some of them are really funny. And like some he said I laughed at and others I was like, I kind of cringed a little bit. And I was just like, yikes. Like, if you really think this is what I came here for, like you have another thing coming. Like, we're not doing this. I am going to my home after we leave here. Like, I'm not going back with you. So get that shit out of the way. And it was so awkward and and I mean like extremely awkward when the next day she was asking me about this date and I just was like, girl, this was not for me. Like, And I kind of explained to her and I felt bad because she really thought it was going to be a great match and it wasn't. And I was like, girl, I'm so sorry. But yeah, it, he just was really looking to hook up. He wasn't really looking to... Like, start a relationship with me. He just kind of wanted to, it kind of seemed like he just wanted to fuck me and then be done with it. So, like, that was really awkward and I was just like, yikes. But it did not steer me away from blind dating. Like, it just was one of, I guess, a hiccup (laughs) of series of blind dates that I've been on. But for him, it just was not, it just wasn't a match. On my end. Um, like we were both attracted to each other. That wasn't an issue. Um, the conversations were fine. Minus the like sexual conversations that he was like throwing out there that I thought were like some were fine and appropriate and then others just were like cringeworthy. Um, so that was okay. But I just feel like, you know, we just weren't, we we're both looking for two separate things and it just, it sucks because I, I feel like like, he may be a great guy, but I feel like, you know, I probably wasted his time, too, because he's just like, oh, I just want to get laid, and and this girl's just like, no. Like, if I was, if we were both down, this would have been ideal. But like, yeah, like, we're both down to, like, <laughs> get to it at the end, but, like, that wasn't the case in this sense. I did, however, so, like, I know I'm talking about this, like, horror story, but I did, however, have a really good like blind date experience. Um I won't say his name just in case like he randomly like listens to this podcast and is like what the fuck why are you bringing me into this conversation? But um let's call him Fred, right? So I went on a date with Fred. Um one of my best friends set us up. Um he is a mutual friend of her boyfriend. And she set me up with Fred and Fred was really cute. Um, he was super, super nice, and we clicked instantly. Like, um, shout out to my friend. Like, she's a real MVP because she like hooked us up. Um, and it was it was awesome. Like, we had great conversation. Like. Our first date like lasted for four hours and we didn't even realize it was four hours that we were on this date for We were like sitting talking and we just got to know each other Um, Fred and I did date for like a couple months. It like fizzled out for other reasons, but I felt like that was out by far one of the best blind dates I've ever been on um, just because we are both looking for the same thing um, and like my friend knew that we would mesh very well just because she knew who he was and she knew like the type of person he was and she personally, obviously she knew me. So she knew the two would work amazingly. So like that is the ideal, 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 ideal way to hook two people up that you're trying to make a match happen. Like honestly, like it just was so refreshing and I feel like it was, I had just went on like, like maybe like a week or two prior to that. I had just went on like a really horrible date and it wasn't, it wasn't an ideal match. Um, also, sorry about that weird noise. Um, my neighbor decided this is a time he needs to ride his motorcycle. So if you guys hear like a revving of an engine, that's what the hell that is. Um, I literally had to wait like, a good 20 minutes to restart this podcast um, while he is cleaning out his freaking bike. So um, there we have it. Um, Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to clarify. People are like, what the hell is that rubbing noise in the background? But, um, yeah. Um, So going back on that date, um, he was, um, I would say, he wasn't ideal for me. Like, we, our conversations were okay, but we weren't really looking for the same thing or our views were not the same. So, it just, it was just one of those type of dates that it just wasn't, like, overall, it wasn't as great as I would like it to be. Um The date that I went on with Fred was amazing and it was just such a breath of fresh air. So, sometimes they, like, these matches work amazingly and sometimes they don't. So it's it's one of those things like I feel like, you know, it's also like on another weird side note, I feel like online dating is like a type of blind date, right? Because you like you talk to the person and you can see what they look like, but you don't like you can't physically see them. Like in front of you and like what they are like now, they obviously when you go like when you're online dating, you pick like the best pictures of yourself. And then when you see the person, either they can look like that or they cannot look like that. So I feel like blind dating is kind of similar when you're doing the whole online dating type of thing. So it's kind of a version of of a blind date, which are the type of dates I like. To go on is like when I actually know what you look like and I've actually spoken to you like a little bit and then we meet up in person like for me that's ideal for me to do with any type of date I go on if it's blind date I like actually know the person I'm like we need to like talk a little bit like I need to kind of get either like serial killer vibes like off the table like that needs to be like completely removed so let's let me like feel you out a little bit first and then like let's meet in person. I don't need to, like, meet you in person. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this guy's, like, a serial killer. He's going to, like, rape me or something. And I'm just like, "Uh, I'm stuck here, you know. So I suggest, like, no. So I don't know. I feel like blind dates are, like, great for people meeting Somebody else that they don't know and they're excited to just see a new face and the, you know, all that good stuff that comes with it. Uh, Myself, personally, I don't really like the blind date that is like, I have no idea what you look like and we just meet each other and yeah, I know really nothing about you and we meet, like, we meet each other that way. Like, I don't personally think that's the greatest and I wouldn't, I've done it twice and it did not work out for me. Um, But everybody is different. But I think blind dates can work out, um, as I was saying before, if you have all the details Um, about that person like you don't need to know this person's whole life story right because that's that's what you'll talk about on your date right if you guys get like comfortable with each other and those type of conversations you're going to talk about on your date that's not what i'm saying when i mean like getting to know who this person is i mean like like serious things like when's the last time this person has been in a relationship is this person dating what is this person looking for these are type of things whoever you're setting up with or whoever, if you are the person that's doing the matchmaker or like you're the one that's getting it. Inset- like, these are questions that you need to ask the person that's setting you up with or the person that's setting you up with needs to ask the person that they're going to, the two people that they're going to bring together and play matchmaker with. Like These are type of questions and big, huge questions that you need to be asking and talking about. So if you have that kind of dialect and kind of like that dialogue that's going on right there. I feel like it's it's going to be successful if you can play matchmaker to two people that are looking for the same thing, kind of have the same similar interests, then like match made in heaven, bada boom, bada bing, making it happen, right? But If you are just setting people up because you just think like, oh, yeah, they're attractive and let me just set them up because that and you just don't know if like one could be looking for something and the other one could be looking for something else. It's just going to be a disaster. And then you're just going to look at the asshole friend or coworker that just set up two like opposite people and they're never going to trust you to set them up again. Or even if you're the person that got set up, you're never going to trust this person to set you up ever again. So be cautious if you are the person that's setting two people up, like, be cautious because if shit backfires, that's on you, right? And, like, if you're getting set up with and shit backfires, like, you will never trust that person again. And I suggest you don't trust that person again because clearly they don't know how to fucking set up two people together, okay? So, yeah, nix that, all right? So, like, I hope you guys enjoyed my story time and my do's and don'ts of blind dating um if you guys have had similar experiences or even want to like talk about it um you guys can email me at surejanpodcast at gmail.com we can chit chat um you guys can even give me some topics that you'd like me to talk about. Maybe get my input on it. Um, I am going to end this podcast on this note. I just want to send everybody so many positive vibes and blessings. I hope everybody has an amazing week. And it was so amazing to have our little talk today. See you guys soon. Bye. Mwah.